Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering some more surprise reality show crossovers. What? The women taking the power and the roses back in their own hands. Okay. And drama at Rolling Loud. Yeah, and this is episode 224. Let's go! <laughs> Woo! We back. 224, baby. Um, V, you know, before we get talking Bachelorette this week, because there's a lot to talk about. Wow. How, how are you doing? What's going on? Um, I'm pretty good. I got back into Atlanta uh, the other day. I went... For like about, I went home to the Chicagoland suburbs, Naperville, and then also was in the city um, for most of, you know, the mid to weekend of last week because it was my youngest brother's 21st birthday. Um, so happy birthday to Jack again. Got to do, you know, a nice dinner in the city with a lot of my family, like my uncle, my aunt, and uh, my cousin, um, and some of his little, fr- Jack's little friends for his birthday. And we went out after that. And then on Saturday, little friends. there's some of his little friends. And then, um, <laughs> Saturday we went into the city and like, he wanted to like kind of hop to a couple different places. And there reached a point where I could tell he kind of was like, I don't really want my older sister and her couple of friends to be hopping around with us anymore. So oh, I, really? you know, we excused ourselves and we went to our own bars, Damn. which is fine. I get it. I get it. Like, <laughs> That's hilarious. I get it. Like, I think it was more of like, he was just trying to vibe with like, figure out what his friends wanted to do. And like, I kind of have no tolerance for some, like some of like the behaviors of some 21 year olds. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. So I, you know, I was just like, That's fine. We'll go. I got to see some of my friends though. Um, so that was all good. And then it was my mom's birthday on Sunday. Okay. So I got to, <laughs> celebrate with her nice. happy birthday to my mom happy birthday and, claudia and uh got to see my grandparents too and like we had you know a bunch of good italian food was had over the weekend and i am missing it but awesome. uh but what about you pal what what did you oh, do it's nice to hear you uh get to hang with family i just my sister like posted pictures of our like family photos we took when we went back home and it was just yeah. it was nice to see like the family and and, and portrait you know um so I, you don't get we don't get to get together that much to uh like all of us to get pictures like that so that was nice yeah that's awesome i'm glad you had a good time with your fam um well i really just took it easy i i i was very productive this week when it came to music I'm just like, you know, I just put out that last video and now I just kind of want to keep that like in my rotation. Momentum. Yeah, you know, like just like keep up with the acting stuff, you know, release a video, make a song, make a video, keep up with the acting stuff. That's just kind trying of to, trying to, you know, reinforce that multi hyphenate lifestyle, yeah, you know, um, and just stay on a schedule and pr- productivity and stuff. It's just it's just nice. And as I'm doing it like it's fun to do. Like I love that I have the space to do all this stuff now like on the weekends if i just want to use the day to work on a song it's like i don't have i've like gotten my life down to a nice like there's not much to do on the weekends you know anymore so um it's nice uh so i got that done but um yeah why don't we get into the the media of the meat here you know media of the meat it's that time to talk about bachelor stuff on our show 
Yes, ha <laughs> ha But before we get talking about Bachelorette YouTube, I'm gonna go ahead and need you to subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor or Bachelorette content just like this. And if you just did, oh man, huge shout out to you. Ooh, air horns for you. <laughs> yes, V. Another week, week three of The Bachelorette, and oh man, it was an interesting one for sure. Um, mm. Where do we start? Well, we start, we're in the house. There's still so many fucking dudes. Yep. And the vibe is everybody's trying to figure out, you know, how to get more time with both women during this, you know, upcoming week because they're all trying to figure out where their feelings lie. Some of them are a little bit more steady in their camps, if you will, but most of them in general have the general vibe of being all like, I don't know. They're both pretty. Like, can't, I don't, I had, I don't have enough, you know, things to decide who I want yet, but. Well, this, this will, I will say this, um, these guys are stupid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just think like you should have already by now of like from for day one figured out which one you're going to go for. You have no ambition. You have no plan. You have no, you know. I think it's the lack of plan yeah. that gets me. It's like the lack of like understanding that this is a delicate emotional situation, which we'll get more into. But like you're going into this. Yeah, you you have two leads. So well, you have like an opportunity at two different women mm -hmm. but it's like you also know your own internal preferences and you've seen and a lot of them have seen you know from watching the previous season or whatever they know and they've seen from the past couple of weeks or whatever time amount how these women are to some degree i understand not everybody gets that much time but you would still like you would think you would have a general idea of yeah where you're i at. mean to me it just seems like you know, I, I just, I don't, it's not like going to a bar and trying to hit on like different girls. Like, you know, it's like at a bar, maybe you could get rejected by one and then go and meet somebody else. It's like two girls that are pretty much, you know, going to talk to each other at the end of the day. And it's not like you can try with one and then like try with the other. Like that was maybe what the first week, maybe the second week was for, but by this time you should already know like what you're going for. And, right. Um, Cause they're different enough where it's like, like, if you like, you know, if you have different preferences in your dating style or in like who you want as a future partner, yeah. lifelong partner, yeah. I think you would have a general idea of like who you're a little bit more towards. Yeah. And that's even coming from me who like I notoriously don't have like a specific type, but there's still like generally well, like things about people that I enjoy more than others. Totally. I, I will have to say though, I was pretty much not feeling everybody in this episode including the girls just like everyone kind of had this weird thought of what should be happening this episode and even when like people try to get control back it always just seemed like there wasn't yeah. anything to control here so this whole episode was just a little it felt a little shysty all around yes i will say I, all right so yes um now with that preface w you know where does the where does this episode begin so we know that we're getting two one-on-one -on -one dates with one with Rachel, one with Gabby, mm -hmm. and then a big, big group date, biggest group date ever. Um, and so the first one-on-one -on -one date is Rachel and Zach, who Zach, I don't know, Zach reminds me of somebody. I can't really pin it. I don't know if he just looks like a generic, tall, brown-haired 
brown-eyed dude with a beard, but he, he reminds me of somebody. Yeah, and I, can't. I, 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 uh, I agree. I mean, he reminds me of like a couple different people from other reality shows, but it's just like, you know, exactly what you said that, you know, stereotype, I guess. But, um, you know, they end up going on a date. Uh, people are talking about how they're like a little scared because it's like she's one for one now sending people Which home. Which I hated. I hated that was like the things that guys said, like, you know, she's one for one sending people home. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> and yeah. they're all like, maybe she's only going on these dates and just sending people home. I'm like, and if she is what be like what be of it if yeah, you suck I mean, to her yeah. you suck to her I why mean, it should be good news for you what one right? way or another like wouldn't you want to not be like i guess they some of them are waiting to see where they get to go next to right before they get their heart broken but um they go and meet up with karamo karamo i love him from yeah. queer eye but i just love that they're really playing up that they're you like you know karamo's cool from reality tv too he was from the real world Yes, he was. Yo, I, I was like watching the challenge like on some history of it. And I was like, oh shit, Karamo's from like the real world. Yeah, he was on the real world. He was on yeah. the challenge and one of my other favorite shows. So that's interesting. Um, but yeah, Karamo shows up, you know, he's bringing the energy. I like it. Um, you know, they're popping bottles of champagne. I really liked how um, Zach kind of, he was like, you know how to pop a bottle of champagne? He was like, uh -huh. We'll see. <laughs> it was kind of <laughs> real funny. I was like, oh, this guy's got jokes. Nice. This guy, I just, I feel like they seem very comfortable with each other because this date includes them trying on different outfits for a movie premiere, which like I already know because there isn't like anybody specific promoting something. I'm like, mm, okay, what movie premiere could this even be? It can't be like a real movie. Um, but they show like, up. It's like the paparazzi's all like over here, over here. <laughs> yeah yeah but it's like i would never on a first date with somebody want to have to like keep coming out of a dressing room uh -huh. and being all like oh, especially because they're purposely putting them in some crazy outfits for yeah, the montage it's, it's the rom-com montage though you need it you know i know but so they they get dressed up they go do their little poppy paparazzi bit they're like you and me what could this movie be um <laughs> And then they go into an empty theater and um, w except for I think his name's Matt White or whoever is the pianist. And honestly, uh, it made me want to go take piano lessons. I was like, damn, I want to practice piano right now. That's how inspired I was by if that. You were like, you're like, wow, this guy actually got his actual time yeah. allotted on the show. And and he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and um, also another thing I thought was interesting is now we're getting cast members that are young enough to have a lot of young videos of themselves like you i mean i'm i'm probably i, I my family i guess recorded me like i just i do see but yeah videos. but it was like older like people use like you know like old like tape recording video like handheld camcorders and stuff and i feel like even with some of these people because like what rachel's maybe a couple years younger than me mm -hmm. um at most they probably still were using that kind of stuff for some of those early things and then obviously there's pictures and whatever but um they do a compilation, first of all, of Rachel's stuff, and then they transition of, like, Zach's stuff. And they're both getting emo during the whole thing. I mean, I, I thought it was pretty emotional, too. I, I had to think. I had to th have to think about it. You're away from home, and you're kind of, like, killing it on this date, like, you know. And, and you have, like, your mom's coming on saying things about, like, how you hope to find your partner and, like, how, you know, sending you good well wishes and all these things, like... That's definitely, you're a mama's boy for sure. So oh, that would, you'd yeah. be crying your eyes out. I think I was making my bed and I turned around and I had a teardrop from my eye. I was like, oh, damn. Um, but uh, 
Yeah. Don't tell, don't tell anyone, V. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, they both uh, have a good time. They talk about how uh, they have this moment where he's all like, yeah, my dad was so obsessed with planes that like he would take us to the airport and watch planes like, you know, just fly off and stuff. And, and land. It's like, and oh, you were like, poor. You did that? So did I. <laughs> Named the planes. They're I wonder like, what, what the planes. The I wonder what the planes would be um, named, and um, I wonder if that's a fake story too that he had just had. He was like, "Yeah, you know, we used to." But well, the, way, the way she agreed, I'm like, this could be easily like. Uh, I feel like that's it's not that uncommon of an. Ex- I don't know. No, I mean, honestly, that was a dad hack right there. I'm going if I ever become a dad, like. Forget going to Disney World. We're going to the airport. We're driving, you know, and we're going to go name planes. I'm like, look, that one's called Mickey Mouse. Um, so, I think uh, he meant like the actual technical names for these planes. Okay, side. whatever. You know what I was saying. So. The types of planes. Whatever. Not like like this one's Jim <laughs> that, that and this Jimmy. one's like Carol. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I figured out a new dad hack. But um, so they are really enjoying the date and, uh, you know, they get up on stage and they kiss and, you know, they're they're having a good time. You know, where does it go from there? Um, They I mean, they I'm trying to remember like their dinner portion or was that was the, that, that was their evening portion. That was but while they're on this date, I mean, she gives him the rose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is- I mean, obviously, if they did have dinner, it wasn't memorable for us to bring it up on our podcast here. But, but- I mean, like they all in all, she gave him the rose yeah. because they really connected on the fact that like the importance of their family and like all of this and that. And it like, was just, just like a date that she needed, you yeah. know, right now. So and he was perfect for it. So and while they're on this date, Gabby goes to the house with the boys and, you know, decides to hang out with them. They're throwing around the football. She's gets over that pretty quickly. She's trying to meet. It's like, you know, it's the biggest sausage party you can have Mm because there's like 20 dudes left in just her. And they're all broing out as as this happened on Michelle's season when she had like a big group date. This this happens. They make sure to show at least one scene of this happening. I think every Bachelorette season these recent years, because I think these like bro relationships on the bachelorette have become especially like amplified or shown off more where they they try to show the negative side of it on the show I, and like I'm going to have to like kind of put myself in that situation and think like I think there's just everyone is all around scared like you know nervous they're scared also there's just a lot of people and you are vibing with like you thought you were just gonna be chilling with the dudes all day and then whoever shows up and you're trying to figure out like the best way to go there's so many of you yeah so it's like yeah how are you supposed to go about i mean some dudes might be going like so hard that you're like rolling your eyes at them and it's making you not want to go talk to her because you feel like you're gonna be corny like that there's so many different things that could be happening that they just yeah they just show like scenes of people being like hey nice shirt it's like yeah i got this at a wedding in hawaii it's like yeah. uh, they make them look really bad but you throw a football to a bunch of dudes and you're just gonna get you know um that so um yeah she was not I mean, feeling it she wasn't she wanted them to take more initiative but i think when it's in that sort of situation i think she almost has to model what she wants to see like even on like one even if she's standing with a couple of them start like talking to specific people right or, like, being make- like you know colin come over here like you know saying what you know you should go in there with a game plan too gabby's starting to show like it doesn't look 
like the Gabby we're used to. That's what I'm trying. Like, I guess we're getting at it's. I feel like Gabby, this entire episode was super in her head. This didn't help. This made it worse. So she comes out of that being all like, none of these dudes even like tried to come at me. Like, what's the deal? Like, aren't they here for me? Like, what's going on? Um, And then she has her date, her one-on-one date with Eric with an H. And it's not even, it's not just a one-on-one. It's a two-on-one. Oh, man. Yeah. Because um, Grandpa John is joining them. Yeah, Grandpa John (laughs) is in the building and uh, he's ready to party. Um, I love Grandpa John. Yeah, so we got the mullet man and and Grandpa uh, going on date with Gabby. What's this date about? The first part of the date, they do some, like, definitely it's the more Gabby-centric part of the date, where they go and get, like, their chakras cleansed. They set some intentions. They do some, like, namaste kind of, you know, seemingly, you know, kind of bullshitty stuff because I believe in that kind of energies and whatever, but I don't know. I have a hard time taking it seriously from like a little blonde white woman. Um, but, uh, they do all that. Grandpa John even like nearly falls asleep during part of it. Grandpa John is a good comic relief. Yeah. What we need. And, but he's like also a straight shooter and we love that about him. And then they go to the more grandpa John, centric part of the date where they go bowling which we love to see i love a bowling date i you know i that's like if we a real deep cut to our show is the whole line i grew up in a bowling alley oh, from crystal cut. from re season yeah but anyways um it's funny chef john sent this video of me bowling the other day and it's just like um i'm, I'm like we're getting ready to throw it down the alley and if, if that's even what it's called and um, it is called an alley. okay yeah. throw it down the alley and i just hit one pin and lane i guess yeah and i i was just like i hit one pin and and i acted gangster afterwards it was a funny video i have to send it to you but um <laughs> thanks yeah it's, it's it was making me laugh but um i don't know i just feel like eric wasn't uh, probably that excited about this date like you know eric pr- wasn't giving what he needed to give he was he definitely was a little, he was handsy in front of Grandpa John, seemingly, which I was like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, that's probably why he was like, damn it. Like, I don't want the date with Grandpa John. I mean. But this is a, a kind of a good make or break because Grandpa John's super important in her life. Did, and- he, did Grandpa John give like any like okays on him or anything we didn't really see that right not really no i kind of wanted more grandpa john input that's what i'm saying like i think like this eric date like didn't go off like it should have i feel like if i was on a date i would be trying to like build a relationship with grandpa john like you know me too you gotta be like talking to him learning more about him and his love story for like how many he was you know married for however many years and all these different things and um then they go to Maybe there. go to him for some advice or something. Like, right, you know? like anything. Like kind of like this is obviously it's super early in the process still, but like not like you're not going to get like any blessing, but it's like you would go to him to be all like, tell me more about like Gabby and like what you know, what you look for in a partner for Gabby or like even anything like that. And I just feel like we didn't get that. And I really kind of wish we did. We yeah. got like little clips from him being all like, these dudes are dumb or like whatever, stuff like that. But like not anything worth our time. Yep. Um, yeah, they go to dinner and, um, this is where it's like Gabby's still in her head. Um, what happens? 
they like talk about they're like talking about family or like whatever and he's talking about like how close he is with his dad and his mom and then of course Gabby has to bring up you know her her mommy issues because she talks about how close she is with her dad and obviously with Grandpa John and then she talks about her whole you know her mommy issues and how her mom pretty much abandoned her, like just isn't in, involved in her life anymore, like et cetera, et cetera. And she, the, the whole time, Eric is just kind of listening and just like not really, not really given anything. And But I to, mean, to, that's not even that fair to say though. Like what you could say the wrong thing or whatever. Like at least he was being listening he wasn't like talking right right i mean like i think there's there was a natural pause where he could have been like also yeah he's like yo what's going on here like you know i thought we're supposed to be having a good time like he's just probably like catching weird vibes or something like i don't know the 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 interest level from him to gabby seems low when it actually comes to like deep feelings besides the fact that he likes making out with her and Whatever, but she goes, runs to the producers for a while, similar to like when Rachel did that with Jordan last week, and runs to the producers for a while and gets all in her head about like, what if I'm too messy? What if I'm too much? Blah, blah, blah. Like, but recovers, comes back, closes out the date, gives her rose to him. I felt like it just felt like a very incomplete closing to the date. Like, they kind of get over it, but like, I don't really know. If it was just really a thing, they were just like, let's forget about that for now. Or like how they did it. But I mean, he, you know, lives to see another day. Yeah. I mean, I think what might be happening there a little bit that we might not be able to see because of the edit. But yeah, I mean, they're probably like being like, can I even carry the show right now? Like, you know, I, I feel like this has been a lame day. Like, you know, it's like, I I don't know. I feel like maybe some of that was happening where it was like, you know, I mean, I think they mentioned it. Like they were talking about it being like a slow start and all this stuff. And um, so, yeah, I just think it was just like a weird day. Weird vibes all around, I think. But he he survives the storm, gets that rose. Um, Where do we go to next? Now we have our group date, which I guess is the biggest group date ever done on the show. Mm. Uh, there's the rest of the dudes, 19 of them, who go and do, you know, the infamous photo shoot with Franco, whoever, who can't be a real photographer because none of the photos that they show that he does are good. So I'm like, these can't, he can't, I think he's just, you know, a bit. It's just a now continued <laughs> bit of him. And they do, they do, you know, the full, full thing where they have them all dressed up they each get you know their different costumes that they have to wear some of them are like kind of like daisy dukes car wash some of them are like patients you know just in hospital gowns some um and there's some babies some kids there's jacob in just a leaf uh which was the talk of the talk of the date because not only Gabby who got to take the photos and was Eve to his Adam in that photo but Rachel was peering from like the dressing room area like between the curtains being like holy cannoli like what is going on um why do you think he uh he was packing maybe had, I mean uh, that leaf wasn't big he had some BD I feel like he thinks he has BDE. I don't really know if he does. You well, know what I mean? I mean, the end of this episode tells us. But um, so, yeah, I mean, lame group date. I mean, I guess they all 
They that, all do their like literally they all have to do fake proposals and Nate actually kind of pulls out all this stop with his fake proposal to Gabby. Like they're definitely a vibe. Like they are vibing. He is into her. She is liking what he's bringing to the table. Do you think he was a little bit also in his head this week uh, coming off of his day and just seeing all the other guys? Like he's just like, (laughs) yo, like he thinks he's already like the one and he's watching I think he was a bit in his head, but I feel like he's a little bit more humble about it than I feel like I'm comparing him to Michelle season Nate, who was definitely a little bit more cocky about where he stood with Michelle kind of in similar similar roles where obviously we know how that worked out but um but yeah no i think he was a little i think he was more nervous to like prove himself than be all like i've got this handled he's all like oh shit i had a great date with her and like i'm really picturing this future and everything but like there's still all these other motherfuckers so so group date happens um you know uh they have an after party they have the after party. And this is when what we heard saw last week with Rachel starts happening to Gabby, which mm. just on top of her, you know, weird times at her one on one date, weird times during when she like crashed the house. She gets told by multiple dudes that they're more here for Rachel. And they're like, I just want to be honest, which I think is the right move. But some of them did it the wrong way. Well, like before we get into that, because I want to say there's I, I feel like there's something happening with behind the scenes with the producers and with the editing here because you know it i don't think she got like piled on like that like not like one after yeah Plus, and- i want to know because so they're at the sofi stadium that's the la ram stadium and i want to know like how were they it seemed like when each of them would be with people they would be kind of away from other people so i was just kind of confused on how they were like filtering people in and out or how that was being shot or like where other people would be because like when rachel was on the state like on the field she was like all like cuddled up with avon and like seemingly nobody was around it was just very strange i wanted yeah, to know i how- mean i feel like that's where the producer manipulation might have been happening here where they were like they knew they probably asked each guy like which one are you feeling and mm-hmm. be like i'm feeling this one well maybe you should go tell gabby that you're you know the bright right. move would probably right. be to go that's tell, a good point you know um and so they all started to do it and um man what was so first of all the two that like the first guy that did it was all right, right? I forgot. The first guy, I think he was just pretty chill about it. Um, who was? And then the first guy was just like, yeah, I'm like just feeling, I think it was Tyler. He was like, I'm just feeling Rachel more. Like I feel like I'm building a connection with her, but like you're great, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Hayden comes in. One person in. you can take, but then the next person comes. Yeah. Hayden comes in and he's all like, yeah. You know, Rachel's everything I'm looking for. You're like, he doesn't say you're a little rougher, but he's like, I don't know, like your like your personality is fun or whatever and rough around the edges. And Rachel's just more for me, which I'm like, yikes. That's not what you say to a woman. You're not out here saying that she's rough. Like when you're then saying that you'd rather have somebody else like rough around the edges could have like a more positive way spun if it was said differently. But the fact that you're all like. I like this person better because she's not that. That's like where it's like, oh no. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, totally though. I, I get, I get, you know, you know, Gabby looks great, but you know, they're two different 
types of women. They're just two. They're, diff- they are. They're two different, which I think you could say that without being like you're rough around the edges. Right. And then, and then Jacob, uh, you know, romance novel, Adam to her Eve, Jacob comes in and he pretty much is all like, I mean, I got to be honest, my heart's not in it. Like if you were the only one here, I don't think I could continue. I don't think I'd be here. You know, ah oh man, like these guys are friggin' idiots because like mm-hmm. he probably he probably really thought that maybe Gabby would go back and tell Rachel this and it'd be like a plus for him. Yeah, which like in what world would that be a pl- like if you're hearing from the other girl like being all like, yeah, this dude pretty much said that if I weren't here, fuck me. Like <laughs> Yeah, and this is where like you know, I I mean, this is starting to be like the the popping of the pimple for me with both these people or like all these people because like he's like think about it like you're lucky enough to be on a season where you have like you know two women like you don't even have a choice usually on who you get to pick you know what if Rachel wasn't here like for real would you be saying this to Gabby no right. you wouldn't put yourself you don't know who you're getting most of the time until you're already like through the process it's just the like it's just such a stupid thing to say like you know you would not you would totally not that would, that's a that's a bold-faced lie you wouldn't come on the show and then be like i'm gonna go home because gabby's the bachelorette like you know and if an, that's like what you and if that's really what you experience after your like interactions night one experience no one does that like but then no then one does you, that in the history of the show say really. that, but Homie was like talking her up and stuff for like a lot of these dates. So it's like you're going to come out like it just seems unfounded. Yeah. I mean, what it is, is is these guys are setting up defense mechanisms for themselves to when they get rejected at some point to be like, see, I mean, I never liked Gabby anyways. Like, you see, know. which is like also super immature. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's dumb. But. I mean, what are we going to do? There's just, this just, this shows you uh, uh, a sample of, of the men that are out there and you're going to get a couple dummies. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Gabby's obviously not too thrilled about this. Um, you know, so they come back down. She has this dramatic entrance where like, you know, obviously Rachel's yeah. like having the time of her life. Rachel's been making out with multiple people. <laughs> She's been feeling all the love. She's and like, how fast is- we forget that? Like, this was exactly the same scenario Rachel was this in. This is exactly what happened to Rachel <laughs> like la- last week. Like, same situation. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. And Rachel's just like, you know, my rose goes to Avon, who's, you Avon's know. so hot. Yeah, he's good a good looking her. guy. Um, so, yeah. I mean, there's, there's some good looking guys this season. Uh, Gabby is like, no, I'm not giving my rose out to anyone. She's like, today's been a rough day for me for multiple reasons. And I just feel like based on my interactions, I love Rachel's shock face. Like she's just like, yeah, you could tell Rachel's all like, we did not debrief on this before (laughs) giving out uh, roses. Can we do that? Uh, What's going on? Yeah. Um, and so she's like, I'm not giving out my rose. Sorry, suckas. And like everybody else is all like, uh, yeah. Um, and she's like, so the night's over. Adios. (laughs) (laughs) Rachel goes to talk to her. Time. Like, <laughs> your night doesn't have to end, but you just gotta leave. <laughs> Closing time. Oh my gosh. Uh, so yeah, Rachel goes to grab uh, to grab uh, Gabby to see like what was up, and she was just not feeling. It. She's like, "Do we need to go talk to? The- Do I need to go talk?" You know, honestly, I have to say that like this is like uh, ego. I think coming in, this is where the ego starts going into the to the women's side of it because. You know, obviously it seemed like Rachel kind of obviously has Gabby's back, but at the same time, it must feel good like to know that like 
you know, there's people out here that are saying that they want you. Like, I know you're going to be have girl code and stuff, but at the end of the day, like you, it's, it's, it's nice to hear that guys are, I mean, of course, but like, I can tell like in the moment, like Rachel is like at least super supportive and pissed that these dudes are saying shit like this to Gabby. Cause Gabby tells her, you know, this is what was told to me. Like I was pretty much turned down by multiple people and some of it wasn't nice. And she tells her, and you could tell, like, Rachel's like, what the fuck? Like, they, like, are you serious? Like, why? Are, because you could tell Rachel, like, doesn't find it that attractive that they're saying it that way either. Like, she could feel, like, the initial, like, ooh, they want me. But, like, she's going to be like, wait a second. But they're saying it like this. They're talking this kind of talk. Like, that's not okay. Because, like, her and Gabby are girls. Like, I think, like, they're girls' girls first. But uh, it definitely isn't isn't the vibe and you could tell she's upset and when the guys are back in the house like prepping for what they think is going to be the cocktail party and the rose ceremony um you could the logan and stuff is breaking down to the dudes that were there being all like yeah when we were walking out i could see that gabby had been crying like stuff like was a little crazy like i don't know what to expect for this cocktail party and rose ceremony so yeah uh jesse comes in and he's like Fellas, this ain't it. This is not working. (laughs) This is not working right now. Uh, And he's like, you know, they, I mean, what did he say? He was all like, they don't think this process is working for them if it continues down this path. Like, they're like, if it keeps going the way it's going, you're not going to have any bachelorettes, pretty much. Like, they're going to be gone. So, yeah, they're deciding that they're going to just pick guys for them. And moving forward, like, if you're, you're, you get a rose from this person. You're committed to that that woman, and we're gonna have journeys for each of them. And the guys are like, "And you're not gonna have a cocktail party tonight." So the guys. So, yeah, are, so anybody they, who's on the fence, it's like screw you. Yeah, and totally, man. I just it was it was annoying to see the guys that are just still just like waffling. Yeah, just still waffling. Dude, you you guys are waffles. You know what I'm saying? Lego those egos because these guys are losers and uh, I just I just think that like they should already had a plan. You know, I just I just think that. I think it should have been like that from the jump. Yeah. Also like the giving out individual roses. I get how maybe they wanted a, I don't know. But I also just think yeah, like you should already know I think some of them almost like said along the lines being all like, guess I'm just going to go into this rose ceremony and go with my gut. And it's like, okay, I guess like that's all you can do. But to be fair though, like, you know, I th- I'm pretty sure it was like Rachel from last season talking to Clayton about how this is not just your journey. Like there is an other person, a part of right. this too. So like the guys do have a say in some things they should. Right. That's what I think this is interesting about this season is that, a little bit of the power should kind of be like back and forth because if it wasn't a, like the format of the show, you know, it. I mean, it has to be a partnership. Yes. And you obviously want people who are interested in you to be going on dates with you yeah. and not people that aren't. Right. But I don't think they should be controlling the narrative in some of the ways that they have. Been. Well, what, what I was going to say is that, like, I feel like the, why the format is better with having kind of two leads is because um, it makes it so it's not so much of a like a competition to win, if that means anything. Right, you because know? it's like you're more going, you're trying to figure out who 
you like better. Yeah. And it's, it's like then you're trying to actually date that person that you do like better. It's not like you're Dale and you're just like, I won Claire, like, you know, before everyone even had a chance to like do the whole process. So I, I just think, uh, so there's that. Uh, so we go into the rose ceremony. Guys are sweating, and now they're going to have to put their money where their mouth is because it's like, you know, you talk to talk. You're going to have to walk to walk. You said you like this girl, and, you know, what are you going to do if you get a rose from the other girl? Uh, and I don't know. Uh, at this point, should we talk about that Bachelor Data stuff, or should we talk about it after the rose ceremony? I think we could talk about it, like, in right now because how we see it is that we see it, like, switching back and forth between – Gabby and Rachel. Yeah, and let's not forget that. So it looks like, first of all, that Gabby had more roses, but also like Rachel had already given out two roses. Yeah, Rachel had already given out her date rose, her one-on-one date rose, and the group date rose. And Gabby only gave out one rose. Meaning that they wanted to go into next week's episode having an even amount of guys, right? Yeah. So they already kind of knew the guys that they were going to all pick. Um, so they start doing it, you know, they, they get their, you know, their, their obvious ones out of the way. And then uh, there's some guy I never even seen before. That's like the first guy that like Termaine, Termaine, who I think has maybe had like a collective of a full minute of screen time. Even if that, um, you know, he denies Rachel's rose and he says, I'm here for Gabby. You know, once again, this is all fine and dandy. If it's only one person that does it, um, but it isn't. You you just open up the floodgates for other idiots to follow. Like yeah, you which know? and it's interesting because like Jesse literally comes in being all like, "All right, you get to go back in line to see if Gabby's gonna save your ass. She won't." Yeah, and I, he's like, "Sorry, Rach, gotta grab this rose from you. You don't get to give out an extra rose." And it's like, what? I mean, you would have to think. You would have to have such a good connection with Gabby because, like, think about it, like. It doesn't even make sense to do that. Like, if you had such a right, good connection with Gabby, you have to think that you have to think that her and Rachel talked through to some degree who they're choosing. Yeah. So you would think, which probably wasn't an easy task at all, but it was done. Like, and you think, and you would have to think that, like, you would have to, yeah, you would have to have like a award-winning connection somehow for Gabby to be all like, never mind. I'm saving your ass because I really do want you instead of whoever, like, especially, or maybe if somebody else denied her, which nobody does that mm-hmm. we see and nobody denies her. And you would have to have like a great relationship with her. It just wouldn't work. Like that's, it's a bold move. It's a bold move. Yeah. I mean, it is interesting that no one denies her because there would have to have been some questionable ones, right? Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, depending, but I guess most, yeah, I would, I would have to say, but so Rachel gets denied by Termaine and then she gets denied. I think she gets like one, a break of like somebody accepting it. And then she gets denied by Alec. Who, who looks is like an little, idiot. Like, you know, who looks saying? like a little fuck boy in general. He yeah, just, I don't even know. Like these guys are so cocky that they really think that they're going to deny one girl by saying this. They think they're being like noble or something. And, you're just you're it's just like stay dumb. true to who you like, I guess. But like, do you my thing is like you have to then know that you're probably out. There's just like a very the chance is so, so slim that Gabby's like, all right, let me say like. And to be honest, not- I don't believe any of these guys really wanted to go. They just really thought they were going to stay like, you know, 
if yeah. they thought they were going to go home, they probably like if they because there's there's idiots. If they thought they were going to go home, they probably would have just gotten whatever rose and stayed, you know, because, you know, it looks like even though people got roses from them, they're still going to do this like right. shicey stuff like where they're like, ah, I know I got the rose from this one, but I like that one. Like, you know, so it doesn't even like matter. Yeah. It's just like, just live to see another day, you idiots. Yeah. But, um, and then right after Alec turns her down, Meatball turns her down, which that was a surprise because I was like, Meatball, really? Bro? Like, all right. But, um, so ever that ends it. They all, the three people that, um, denied, Rachel, so it was Termaine, Alec, and Meatball are supposed to be going home. And then also Jacob, you know, the Adam to the Eve, the romance novel dude, which I just think, you know, he he, was, he was pretty he much be sealed the... his fate with the shit that he said to Gabby. So. Was, he, was he going to just go home by, like, he was he going to be the only one to go home? I don't know. I mean, because if everyone accepted their roses, he would have not even been ex- uh, offered a rose, right? Yeah. He might have been the only one. Wow. So, like, literally three people, like, self-eliminated themselves. Um, so now we got, like, eight guys for Rachel, nine guys for Gabby. You yeah, know, we've very- got, for Team Rachel, we got Tino, Logan, um, who will be a person of interest in the future, Tyler, Ethan, Jordan, Hayden, Avon, and Zach. And then for Gabby, we've got Nate, Johnny, Spencer, Jason, Mario, Kirk, who I couldn't even tell you. Kirk is, I don't know, Quincy slash Prince, uh, Michael, and then Eric. So they, the girls each go to their each separate guys. Their little and areas, their yeah. cheers, and that's the end of our episode until we get this post credit scene um, of Meatball like being like, shit, I messed up. Like, you know, I didn't want to go home. And, you know, I have to give him credit. Um, well, before we get into that, I want to say that this is also kind of an, like, it was kind of like Rachel was like, oh my God, if I get denied one more time, I'm done. I'm leaving. I, and I was like, right. I did want to see another person do it, to be honest. Because at that point, you're being like, it's like, whatever. You got, like, yeah, it sucks, but, like, this was the ego thing I'm talking about. You have I mean, a but bunch that of. Is, I think that's a very relatable crush no, of the ego. Yes, but, dude, you have, like, better guys that you definitely picked and they, they like, are accepting of your rose in the other room. Like, you're going to go home because this loser denied your rose? I mean, she's emotional and dramatic. But, I don't think she was going to actually go home, but I think it was definitely. All like, I'm saying is when she said that, I was hoping somebody else did and someone else did, and it was Meatball. But, um, um, so Meatball, you know, realizes he made a dumb mistake and he was like, came up with a genius excuse. I mean, like you, you'd have to have like, you know, some balls to like, try to even think you could go back some in meatballs, there. Yeah, some meatballs. Yeah. Some meatballs. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Damn, man. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, he goes back in and he's like, like Rachel, I just, I made a stupid mistake because I've just had more time to connect with Gabby. And, you know, I, I obviously would love to get to know you more. And he's like, you know, I, I wish Rachel would have just been like, dude, no, you know, I mean, we don't even get her response in because this is a post credit He's staying. I think he's staying because we see the preview for next episode and we see the back of a head that has the same haircut as him. He's got a pretty distinctive, like long, longer, curlyish, like kind of slicked back haircut. 
saying the whole bit of somebody saying, I can't trust these bitches. I think he's the one who rats on somebody else. Maybe it's Logan. Maybe it's somebody else who becomes more of a villain. I think it, the I whole think, can't trust these bitches. Who do you, think, who do you think it is? Because I think maybe it's Eric. It could be Eric, too, because Eric just seemingly he is like trying to play both sides as well as Logan did. And I just don't. I feel like he really didn't give anything in Gabby's one on one. And I could easily see him also being a villain. He just has bad vibes. Yeah. But and, and Rachel's got that body. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I think some of you guys might see that, too. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I really I, I am excited about this, but I feel like, you know, it's still going to be a lot of a mess moving forward. And I think producers are, are trying to do that. I think producers, which I just really it just really does hurt to see because it's like we're really like they're trying to push the idea to the outward nation being like these are girl. The girlies got each other. And then meanwhile, they're like behind the scenes, like trying to tear people apart. And I just I'm like, I hate that. Totally. I hate that. Totally. Um but you're underneath the Bachelor Nation magic spell, so it's like you got to kind of keep trucking ahead. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, anything else come from previews for next week that you saw that stood the out? The whole Logan bit where Logan looks like he's going to be talking to producers or whoever is saying that he might have made the wrong choice and that he might be still have feelings for Rachel. Which one is Logan? The chicks? He's the one that kissed both of them that night. That uh, The one holding the chicks? Yeah. Yeah, that guy's a loser. He is um, a loser. It's, so, it's been told by everybody on all these girlies from San Diego on TikTok. I've been all like, nah, he's a player. To be honest, play. though, I don't know if I can believe those TikToks really anymore. Like, I feel like a lot of the TikTokers know that it gets them attention by saying that type of stuff. It's just happened too many times. I, yeah, I want to see the receipts. Some of them showed the receipts, though. So mm, okay. some of them have showed like. I the, believe the, it. I believe it. Oh, another uh, tea to spill. Um, did you see what's his name? The one that. Uh, yeah, like or no, one of them like just recently uh, went on private on their Instagram. Oh, Jason. Yeah, and they're saying that that's probably alluding to the fact that he probably was going. He probably did something that was going to get him a bunch of backlash, so he waited this long to. Interesting. We'll have to see how that turns out. But um, other Bachelor Nation news: Nate from this current season. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess it's a side chick. I'm not trying to like demean this woman, but she went, you know, took to her TikTok or Instagram or whatever to make a video saying how, you know, Nate never told her about his daughter in the year and a half that they were dating. And my thing is all like, how, how, how much dating were you doing that that wasn't talked about? I don't really know if we like, what do we consider dating in this? Yeah. I so. mean, I mean, we've had conversations around this subject for, for reasons um but uh you know i think i mean to each their own you know i i I just it's their child uh i think you can't hide the fact that you have a kid well you can't hide especially on national television you don't have to introduce your kid until you feel comfortable to said person that you're dating but you can't be like it's a huge part of your life sure which but i don't also think- like national television like you can't hide that from the world like yeah, you, no. you know you know you have to get that out the way because if you don't <clears throat> talk about it right away social media is going to get on your ass and let them know that you have a kid so it's a lot better that he told gabby that he had a kid that before um 
Like you know, on their first day. Yeah, before, you know, this girl could go live on TikTok knowing that, like, I dated him for a year and a half and he never told me he had a kid, Gabby. And, you know, so he, I guess he was smart in that sense. So, um, yeah, what else we got? Uh, Love is Blind, uh, Natalie from Love is Blind season two and Blake Moynes, you know, famously from several seasons of this show now, were seen, like, are being romantically linked, if you will, because they were both on this trip in the Caribbean, Caribbean, however you want to pronounce it. Um, I guess he's doing some things with like turtle conservation or whatever, and uh, she's, you know, taken a liking to the kinds of work with animals and film, you know, all that kind of stuff. So they, they're, they're fueling some rumors that they might be, might be dating. I don't know. seems like a interesting pairing. I mean, sure. <sighs> um, apparently Blake's a great guy. He's just, apparently, uh, apparently, Blake you know, is a great guy. apparently he's a great guy. I just think he also likes attention from these women, um, from this caliber of women, which is like yeah, reality show. Um, but, I just, I don't see That's it. That's my type. That's my type. <laughs> I think he definitely would hook up with her and they probably would could easily hook up. But, you know, they ain't, they ain't the real deal. No. no. Um, and then... Uh, Speaking of similar crossovers. Yeah. Uh, the You know, the no, now known couple of Balake and Janina. Yeah, should they, we call it Love is Batch? Couples? <laughs> <laughs> love. Love is batch. I yeah. like that. Um, they um, they were, you know, a video has come out from Stagecoach back when they were seen together. Where it was pretty obvious that they must be dating, but they still haven't been official with it. But super fans, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, who have been on Bachelor franchise shows before for dates um, to host them. They were the first ones to like find out because they're like, wait, are you guys dating? Blah blah blah. Like, why do I recognize you and all that? So that's a that's kind of a funny little tidbit. Yeah, I saw that video and it looked like Ashton Kutcher was not interested in this. Like, you, but you could tell Mila Kunis was all like, oh my god. Well, like, I mean, yeah, she's like the real deal fangirl. Like, you know, obviously Ashton is like most boyfriends that'll watch it with you, but he's not gonna be here. Like, he knows that there's people filming. He's not gonna fanboy out for no paycheck. Over these two um you know so he was just sitting there like literally like sipping on a drink like yeah so um yeah and then um last little bit of bachelor nation news is that tyler cameron has uh started dating Paige lorenz who's a model who famously uh dated or was you know dating hooking up with or whatever you know army hammer so I wonder if you got weird and cannibalistic with her. Who's to say? Oh, Who's to say? Oh, but obviously God. Tyler Cameron likes his models, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he could literally pick whoever he wanted probably. I mean, he so. could. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. So that's what he wants. That's what he'll get. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, what we got for Bachelor Nation news. What do you guys think? Do you think, uh, you know, Blake and Natalie should be the next love is batch couple. Do you, do you see them together? Do you pit them together? Um, what do you think? Uh, do you think that you should tell your, when is, when is it the time to tell whoever you're dating that you have a kid right away? 
By when date it, three maximum. <laughs> Veronica By day think, three maximum. Do you, do you agree? That's like a common thing. I whatever. Do you agree with Veronica's three three date rule about the child that's coming out? Should really be coming out by date two. Let but us I'll, know I'll give the, you a three wiggle room. Okay. Well let us know in the comments below. Uh all right, V. Well, why don't we get into something we like to call I don't know. Quick hits. Yes. Yeah, so Rolling Loud was this past weekend and as we said last week that Ye dropped out, Kid Cudi replaced him. Mm. But Kid Cudi set was stopped short because people were throwing water bottles at yeah. him. Two and thoughts on this. Two thoughts on this. First of all, Kid Cudi should have known this would have happened. But I don't think, like I said last week, like Kid Cudi doesn't have the star power that Kanye has. Like he has fans, you know, he has loyal fans that like his stuff, but it's like no one is going that like that wanted to see Kanye and paid a ticket is going to be happy. Then they could have just left. They could have just left before his set. Sure. Sure. They, I don't think they should be throwing things at him. Yeah. That's just, that's just destructive disrespectful behavior that is disgusting um you know but you know there's these stupid kids you know all these people want to go viral for some dumb moment or just to be like i'm the one that threw that bottle like you know just there's stupid people out there like that um kid cuddy uh rightfully so just walked off stage you know if he came back and finished the set I don't think he did. Uh, and then, like, people chanted Kanye West's name after he left. Well, so I that's mean, just... Kanye ends up showing up at Rolling Loud, even though he... Which I feel like is rude. That's so fucking rude. <laughs> that's rude to your fans. That's rude to, the, like, the, the festival. That's just rude. It's just rude to be all like, eh, I dropped out for whatever reasons, and I'm going to show up on Little Dirk set. Like, that's bullshit. I mean, that's, whatever. It's Kanye, though. He can do it. You know? Whatever. I don't think he can do it. I think it's he rude did do and it. ridiculous. And people and I think loved it. I think it's disgusting well, as well. People people, people loved it. Um, when I think it's. I think that's just so gross. No one me. threw bottles at Kanye. <laughs> so uh, what else we got for quick hits? Britney Spears is duetting with Elton John to redo Tiny Dancer. How many times are we um, going to do this Tiny Dancer? Leave Tiny Dancer alone. We don't want Britney Spears. Leave on- Tiny Dancer alone. It's like the video. Leave, leave Britney alone. Yeah, like free Tiny Dancer, dude. Um, we don't need Britney Spears right, you know on what? this. I'm into if she, like, I'm sure it's not going to be as great, but like, let's let's let them have this. All right. Oh, my God. I don't want it. Um, what else we got for quick hits? Lizzo uh, earned her second number one single with About Damn Time. Uh, and it is, let's see how long it lasts. Because I, I know. Um, it's about Damn Time. Um, yes, literally. Truth Hurts lasted for seven weeks straight as number one on the top 100. So I wonder if this will do the same, especially, with its, no. especially with its TikTok fame. It's got like a whole dance. Like it's very famous right now. So we'll have oh, to see. Oh, man. A dance doesn't make it go like seven weeks though it's i really i i mean i haven't even heard that song like i heard the other one um around i mean it's it's an all right song but it's not like great tiktok it's definitely. Pretty, i think it's fun but what made but, you go yikes v uh julia fox hmm. and her fashion in general makes me go yikes like she's out here pulling up to you know grocery stores in just underwears and a giant like denim jacket and now she's pulling up to wherever she even pulled up to couldn't even tell you um 
in the lowest low rise, which I'm against the low rise coming back in a fashion. No one needs it. It already it fueled enough body dysmorphia and eating disorders back in the early 2000s. We don't need it again. And homegirls out here wearing the lowest low rise pants I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it literally, literally goes down to Julius Fox. Pretty yes. <laughs> yes. Like I'm like, first of all, do you get laser? Do you get like waxed? Like what are we because it's pretty much like the almost the top of the mons pubis. It is it's <laughs> as low as you can get because you could start to see like or the like you know, you know, the V lines like where you're like where you start to like see the inner top part of like where your thigh connects to your hip. And I'm like, no one needs this from you. I mean, I do. Out of all like fashion sense, like like styles, like I see, I see like a room for that. Like watch, like like a Kardashian try to do this next. No one needs this. Uh, no one needs a rise that low. Plus, the Kardashians, even though a lot of them are getting rid of their BBLs, I don't think they could pull that off because you can't have an ass with a, a low rise. That what do you mean? A lot of them are getting rid of their BBLs. Huh? What do you mean? A lot of them, like oh, they're like getting their BBLs, like redone like redone like you could see pictures of chloe recently and like that's not just like weight loss that's definitely like some shit was taken out of her ass you think you think kim is coming next potentially she already she's lost it she lost so much weight for the fucking marilyn monroe dress that she is looking definitely smaller in general but who's to say yeah um well uh and she's got to match uh Skinny boy Pete. Skinny boy Pete. Or or Ski, whatever. Um, Ski. <laughs> it's still a funny nickname. I don't know why. Uh, all right, V. Well, I need to know. What are you watching? So, um, speaking of eating disorders and body dysmorphia and capitalism being fueled by them, Vic- I watched the Victoria, or I've started to watch. It's a docu-series on Hulu. Victoria's Secret, Angels and Demons. And it goes into... Some of the things I already know about how, you know, the industry, how it was, how popular the store got because of uh, Les Wexler, who owned it, and The Limited and things like that. But it's also, a lot of it is about how he pretty much funneled some of these models or, you know, kind of did some shady shit with um, Jeffrey Epstein and all that, all that business. So it's been interesting. Um, I am interested to keep watching it, see how it goes. Have you heard, have you heard that song by that artist Jax that like goes like um, viral a lot for her, like songs that she writes and stuff. It's called Victoria's Secret. I don't know. It's like know. it's like Victoria's Secret was created by a white, like an old white man or something like that. Oh, I definitely have heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just saw like she's been promoting that single. It's actually, it, it is interesting because like they they go behind the whole building of the brand and how they like made up this whole persona for this Victoria and like all of it. But um, definitely interested to get more into like the dastardly parts of it. Right. Uh, interesting. But Sai. Yeah. What have you been watching? Hey. Um, well, I, I watched a couple of things. I watched the matrix, um, over the last week, which is always a good watch. Um, cause it's crazy out there, but, uh, something I did watch was Amazon prime's new original show called the terminalist with, mm. uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the one that's married to uh, Kennedy? He was just, Oh, in- Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yes. 
Uh, the show is actually the really least, good. The worst Chris of all the main Chris's. <laughs> Dude, uh, this show is really good. Uh, I, I I had to go to sleep last night because I had so much to do today, but I just didn't want to. I just wanted to watch every episode. <laughs> you were like glued to the TV. You know how, you know how like... You have those moments you know sometimes where you have those moments sometimes where you're like, I'm an adult. I have to go to bed. I can't just, you know, you because you're I an can't adult. can't just be like, I like it's not like summer vacation where I could stay up all night. Right. Watching but, you whatever. know, at the end of the day, you could because you're an adult. Like you because could, you're an adult and you make your own decisions. Yeah. But it's like, but how poorly will these defi- decisions yeah. affect me? That's why I recommend this show, because it really like had me waffling on that line of like, I'm staying up all night. Tomorrow's going to be a shitty day for me. But um, luckily, your boy went to bed by 2 a.m. and still got <laughs> still got everything I needed to get done today, including this podcast and, and so on. Um, but yeah, The Terminal List, it's a really good show. It's one of those shows where like it's a conspiracy and they like you know he they kill all his friends and he's going to get his revenge and it's freaking awesome so it's going to get it it's it's not funny chris pratt at all so um if you want to see that angle uh check out Terminal I don't, List. but other people might <laughs> i promise you it's a great show um well let's get into our slapper of the week slapper of the week this song slaps Ooh, <laughs> Um, I played this song before the show for Veronica, and you would agree this is probably one of the most toxic songs out there. It's a right song now. for the Toxic King. That <laughs> is what it is. Yo, uh, what do they say? Uh, what do they say? Uh, not hot girls. Uh, oh, hot. Well, it's one up for the city boys. City boys, dude. <laughs> dude the city boys are up. Uh, city with boys this are one. up by a million with this song. I don't know why that. I think that's so funny. Like you know, like they're talking about uh, Chloe going back to Tristan and stuff, and they're like, dude, city boys are on top of the world forever. Yeah, for that, this that one. yeah, that's that's also a city boys up by a million. Yeah, sure. but I love how like we took we took like the hot girls summer thing and took in the city boys. Men can't <laughs> let women have one. Guy Goddamn thing. But you have to admit that the City Boys one is funny. Oh, that yeah. shit's funny to me. But anyway, City Boys um, are up with this new song by uh, Division. Uh, it's called If I Get Caught. And um, if you haven't heard of Division, uh, you know, Division is an artist that I think is was signed to OVO, like was with mm-hmm. Drake and stuff. Um, I think they're doing some type of rebranding where like they were kind of secretive before because it's a duo, it's a singer and a producer. Um, and now they're being more front facing where they're showing their faces a little bit more and mm-hmm. they're working with Jermaine Dupree on this one. They got Maul Ooh. from the old, he used to be a co-host on the Joe Budden podcast in the video. And essentially the song is like, if I get caught cheating, that doesn't mean, that don't mean I, I don't love you. And right. it's well- not... In a samples in a sample song cry by Jay-Z. Um, the logic isn't totally there, but it's it's kind of a bop. Yeah, it's a bop for sure. I do not um approve that message. But um <laughs> this message has not been approved by this podcast. Yo, it's not been approved. But, but the bopability has Yo, been. <laughs> this is a slapper though. So I mean I like it because it has like the crowd singing, chant singing in it and stuff that you just really don't hear that much anymore in songs. Right. Where it's just like the bunch of the city boys just singing the chorus and stuff. Bunch of the city boys. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, if you a city boy or you just want to hear what the city boys are chanting um and singing. Uh, check out this next this new one by Divisions. It's spelled D-V-S-N. It's pronounced Division, but um, the song's called If I Get Caught. So check it out. 
It's on the Future Bachelor podcast playlist on Spotify where all the hottest music that we like is. All the hottest hits. All in one place. Uh, So, V, do you have any shout outs this week? Yeah, I wanted to shout out my pals Casey and Abby for meeting up with me and the fam for part of, you know, and my brothers and stuff for part of my our little jaunt around the city. It was so nice to be able to see them because they both live in Chicago um, and be able to re reconnect and everything. Dope. Um, I wanted to give a uh, belated birthday shout out to my cousin Eddie P. It was his birthday this past week, and I love you, bro. Uh, giving me some beautiful uh, little cousins. They, they just had a little baby boy, uh, Eddie Jr. That's right. And um, and uh, my other baby cousin Alina. They're just the cutest. So I love you guys and happy belated Eddie P. I love you. And then I wanted to say happy birthday to my girlfriend, uh, Sam. Uh, she is going to be having a birthday when this podcast drops. So uh, it's she's a Leo. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's going to be a fun day. We're going uh, to North Carolina this weekend for a little B day getaway. So I'm oh, excited fun. about that. So happy birthday, babe. Love you. Um. So yeah, that's pretty much all I got. And. Uh, yeah, I told you my weekend plans. What do you got planned this weekend? Are you hanging around here? I'm hanging around here, um, which will be nice. Hopefully the weather won't suck too bad, and I think I'm just going to be chilling like a villain, you know? Nice. Um, you think you're going to actually chill, or do you think you're going to get after it? I mean, I'm probably going to try to see some of my pals that I haven't seen mm. here in a hot second. Um, but, you know, I hope I can I hope I can actually chill, too. Dope. Well, been out and about. Come I hope on. you have a good weekend. Um, you know what it is, guys. We'll be back here next week with week four of The Bachelorette. We're going to have stuff to talk about. And, um, you know, it's your favorite podcast, Future Bachelor. You know what it is. It's your boy, Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we love up. you. Deuces. Bye. Uh- Future Bachelor Podcast.